Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. What tricks you into thinking someone is more competent than they actually are? Very interesting. Um, and I suppose it's true. You know, we would like to think that we are not as judgmental as we think we are. We don't make snap judgments. No, I, I really give people a try. You don't. We unfortunately no. have these psychological tricks in our head. and We can't do anything about them, only maybe notice them and become aware of them. But any ideas, Saoirse, what tricks you into thinking someone is, one, more better at their job and also a more trustworthy person? Better at their job. Mm. Mm. Maybe putting on a smile, no? Yeah, I suppose it depends on the type of smile because if it's the type of smile where you're like, oh, I have no idea yeah, no, what I'm doing. No, you know that doing. condescending, uh, yeah, no worries, yeah. I can do that. And uh, you don't have a clue what you're doing. Uh, mm. A smile or, you know, a firm handshake, I or find. That would be a good one, yeah. A lot yeah. of people judge off a handshake, don't they? They do, actually. I know we're not, we're not allowed to do that anymore, but... Uh, oh, it'd be fist bump, I, but from now on, if anything. <laughs> that's what I would have said. Eh, what else would make you more confident? Maybe having a desk organized. You know, if you were intimidated by someone's desk, everything was in order. You had all the folders set out perfectly and pens and stuff. Uh, no, nothing, nothing like that. This is like you could bump into them on the street, and this thing would trick you into thinking, "God, they're very competent. They're very." Respectful. I know, know what, what it is. Doing. I know Go. your hair. If your hair is done nice, like if you get a nice blow dry, you definitely feel more confident. Um, I would say that possibly might feed into it, but no, it is not. I think one or two people have gotten this correct anyway. Um, <clears throat> first person to text in here, Finn, Fionn, my apologies, Finn, Fionn. Deal with Fionn, cut on scale. Is it what they wear? Is it, is it what, what they, they wear? wear? Is it? <laughs> course what they wear yeah so makes makes you seem more confident no no not confident competent better at your oh, job competent sorry yeah yeah, yeah. competent so, sorry i say said confident uh, no 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 so they found out that if you wear expensive clothes you will seem more uh, trustworthy but you will also seem more competent people will presume and make a snap judgment within like 300 milliseconds that that person knows what they're doing they're obviously good at their job just from well, what I they're guess- wearing yeah, I guess that would make sense in in the way that if you were wearing something that was dirty or just just not put together well, yeah, you would probably you'd probably kind of come across more of a sloppy person, you know, like me um, when I walk in. <laughs> like, Sasha, there's another hole in your Freddie jeans. Okay, yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> but you might get away with them because Freddie jeans are expensive, aren't they? They are expensive, yeah, but um, I mean, they're all ripped. 
I, I've never really gone into work with uh, clean clothes that aren't torn to shreds. It's interesting though. Um, we'd probably all like to think that no, we're, we're not. We're decent people. But how they figured this out, one of the tests that they did with this is they just showed people headshots um, from the shoulders up. Um, 50 different headshots of 50 different people and they were told to rate how competent this person looks at their job, mix of men and women. And then uh, the more expensive looking the clothes were and the outfits that they had on them, even just from the waist up, or sorry, from the shoulders up, would determine whether or not you looked good at your job and looked trustworthy. So, I mean, it's obviously raises a couple of problems, but a couple of opportunities, I think, as well. Um, it puts people who are fabulously rich at an unfair advantage because you can, like, rock into a job interview in a tailor-made suit, rock into, you know, your, as you said, your hair perfectly done, a 500-euro pair of brogues, and people will be like, oh, my God, yeah, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but and then at the same time, you know, you're at a disadvantage if you haven't got a, a massive amount of money to spend on designer uh, designer gear or clothes that look uh, expensive, you could be so you could be so incredibly uh, skilled and competent and talented at your job that you're just not going to get a look in because stupid people are looking at your CV and they don't care because they're like, no, like, you're not wearing a fancy top, though. It's kind of sad, isn't it? But like, what if you you know those people that do have loads of money and they just have really bad taste in clothes? Um, maybe this is how like really incompetent politicians get in is that they just bang on a nice suit and they wear uh, do you know what politicians wear down the country anyway like a Gantt jumper they put on an expensive Gantt jumper and go down to yeah. the jail they're like there's your man there now look he's wearing a Gantt top fair play to him he knows what he's doing um, but yeah it's mad isn't it I suppose if you can um, yeah it, it is unfair if you're, you come, if, like, if you're broke if you're absolutely flat out broke and someone has stupid expensive clothes goes in you're going to be at a disadvantage and people will think you're crap at your job. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, you could go to Penny's and buy a suit or buy a shirt and a skirt and look very presentable and look like you're wearing designer stuff, but it's really cheap. Yeah, I, th- I think people know, Saoirse, though. I'd be like, sorry, where'd you get that? Well, they might be looking out for the label. But otherwise, I mean, I have looked very presentable in Penny's clothes. Oh, I know what I'm saying to you is that let's say someone came into you afterwards with a Louis Vuitton bag and a pair of, what are those weird heels? Oh, Louboutins. There you go. Pair of them on. They'd be like, yeah. oh my God, wow, that's so impressive. Because we're so impressionable and we're so weird when God. it comes to these things like that. Yeah, it's mad, we're isn't horrible it? horrible people, aren't we? <laughs> really. Uh, unless race. it goes back to a weird way of, is this back in the day when we were out hunting? You know the way if you went out hunting, sometimes you'd put, Either this, you'd wear the skin of the animal that you took down, the bigger the skin would be like, well, I just killed this bear with my bare hands, so I'm pretty impressive. And they'd be like, oh, wow, he must be actually good at his job. Uh, or they'd have various different bones from the things that they've hunted and they'd show that you were providing to the tribe and providing bigger amounts and people would respect that. Maybe it, maybe it comes from that. Maybe I'm talking absolute BS, but maybe it kind of comes from that, that it's this kind of outward reflection of what you're meant to be inwardly. Now, I know you can buy that because you don't have to go and hunt the animals for the leather anymore. You just go out and buy it and it puts you at an unfair advantage. But maybe it's something to do with that. Do you know what would be better, though, if they just decided that tracksuits are actually really posh and expensive looking? <laughs> yeah, and then we yeah, can all just go around dream. comfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? And they start saying that grey tracksuit bottoms are the sign of peak performance and intelligence. Uh, we'll, we'll get there. But maybe, I don't know, is it something where you look at someone who is in incredibly uh, expensive clothes and you make a snap judgment where it's like, well, obviously, how do they afford them? Because they must be paid well. And if they're paid well, they must be good at their job. Maybe that's yeah, the kind of true. snap where you're like, well, they must be. Yeah, that would make sense, actually, wouldn't it? You yeah. would probably judge someone like that and go, 
if they're if they're wearing that, they're driving that car, then they obviously have a good job. And then we don't think any more of it. No. They could be all faking it. Borrowing so, the car, borrowing the suit. Yeah, I've heard of people doing that. I've heard of people uh, renting BMWs to go to meetings to make it seem as if they're far more successful than they were. That's sad, isn't it? Well, I've worked for one or two people um, that, that I've heard of and that I know as well. So, you feel um, so empty. Imagine giving that back. Thanks a million. I'm just going to go back into my Opel Astra Go back now. into the, go into the ladder. Going, <laughs> I hate my life. Um, yeah, the faking bit might might get a bit weird, but maybe, okay, if you're, you know, wanting to improve your, your situation and uh, climb up the ladder and you're thinking about going back to college, you're thinking about maybe getting a loan or trying to apply for a grant and you're taking a 500 quid, one or two grand, don't, just get a fancy suit instead and uh, yeah. there you go. Good investment. You mm. get the job and you'll be grand. The only problem is when you get the job, you need to keep that up. That, that's the thing. What movie is this reminding me of now? Uh, There's a movie where your one has to keep redesigning her clothes because she's wearing the one expensive thing that she has and then it's like, are you even nothing else? Oh, one of these chick flicks. Uh, I think it might have been in The Simpsons, but it also might have been in a chick flick as well. Now, maybe I'm merging the two and getting them confused. Yeah, it sounds like a film that would have been made, uh, uh, something around that. But um, yeah, it's kind of like keeping up with the Joneses, isn't it? It's a weird one, yeah. It's mm. your... Uh, your branding, as they call it, your personal branding. What's your personal brand say about you? But unfortunately, we as humans are really, really shallow and within a couple of hundred milliseconds, based on what you're wearing and how you're presenting yourself, if you're going in for a job interview, if you're going in for a pitch, if you're going in for a presentation, um, people will make uh, decisions based on uh, and opinions, will form opinions on how good you are at your job based on what you're wearing. Just mad. <laughs> just mad I'm glad and sad that, that doesn't happen. Time. Yeah, mad and sad. That does not happen in some industries, thank God. I'd say it happens in everyone. It doesn't happen in ours. Yes, it does. I judge you all the time. I'm like, my God. <laughs> you do, and you say it Holes to me, and I'm like, in oh, okay. Her, in her jeans, pulling her hair, oh. falling out in the studio. My God, what's going <laughs> I on? I haven't had that in ages now because I can't get my hair done. Devastating. Oh, the, the, the hair is getting better so um, but yeah I, I think it, 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 I suppose it does happen we work in the media people think we're idiots we don't have fancy clothes well let them let them think that no I'm going to get some fancy clothes and I'm going to jump on Instagram and take some selfies and uh, show a bit of bum cheek and just kind of you know be, hey guys look if going? you want to buy me Louboutins go ahead I'd love it I'd <laughs> no wear them thanks. every day to work no thanks at all. Um, still to come on the show, we'll have a bit of music from Becky Hill. Check out her uh, exclusive live performance for FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. A couple of texts that got sent in. We were chatting to <clears throat> Helen a little earlier on who wrote the guidelines for sexting. She'll be up on the podcast shortly, but um kind of message sent in saying, I once sent the other half... Did he feel like a quickie, but accidentally texted Quiche? His reply was, you know I don't like quiches. Oh, no. (laughs) I've heard of things being said wrong. Predict text is the worst thing in the world. You know, when you try and type something and something else comes up. Usually for me, it's the opposite. Something filthy comes out of something innocent. But um, that is, that's tragic. That is awful. Jesus. Yeah, that's funny. That's that would f- turn that's you a off. funny. 
Yeah, and you'd be so like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to be some adventures here now. Like, what are you on about? Oh, how would you like to do quiche. a quiche later on? Uh, not really. Do you want to do a quiche from behind? No. What? How do you do a quiche from behind? My God. <laughs> you have other problems, honey. Oh God. <laughs> uh, thanks for that. Uh, on the way next. Um, how how much of an issue is uh, intelligence when it comes to your relationship? Because apparently, if one of you is far more intelligent than the other, that's setting it up for extramarital affairs. The only good thing being that um, both people in that relationship may be having affairs if there's too big of a difference in intelligence. So the gentleman behind that study, he's going to be on explaining to you uh, why people are attracted to intelligence and what happens when there's too much of a gap between intelligence and how bad it can be for relationships. So listen, grab yourself an IQ test, put one in front of the other half of the person you're seeing and decide whether it's going to be worth it or not. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. Podcasts are up on the usual places that you get your podcasts from. Listen back to the full shows in their entirety if you're out for a stroll tomorrow. Or you can uh, get back into uh, the specific features and interviews that we have. So uh, that's something for you to do later on or tomorrow. Anyway, um, Saoirse, would you say that intelligence is an attractive trait for you? I would say it's probably one of the main reasons why I would be attracted to someone. I don't do looks, by the way. At all. At all, but... but, mm. Okay, if two equally intelligent people were standing in front of you and one had a six-pack, which one would you go for? (laughs) Do you know what? Probably the one without the six-pack. I'm weird. (laughs) I have weird taste in people. I wouldn't be judging your food. See, I'd be so intimidated by someone with a six-pack because I don't get up and go to the gym, so I would have to go with the, the less attractive. But yeah, intelligence is key. Okay, if you agree with Saoirse, will you let us know? How important is intelligence when it comes to your other half, when it comes to finding someone? Uh, Is it more important than physical looks? And you know what? I'm going to presume there'll be a gender divide here. 087-6797-104. To talk about people who are, I suppose, more strongly attracted to people's intelligence. It's a term called sapiosexuality. What exactly is it? Where does it come from? Uh, We have got someone on the line now who has authored a book exploring this whole topic. The book is called The Ark of Love, How Our Romantic Lines or How Romantic Lives Change Over Time. He's a PhD, he's a professor of philosophy, he's far more intelligent than me or you, Saoirse, so this is going to be fun. Uh, please welcome to the room one of four this evening. Aaron Ben Zaev, how are you? Fine, fine. Thank you very much. Uh, no worries, isn't appreciate you giving up our time to give us a bit of an education. Um, how would you define the term sapiosexual? It is uh, someone that uh, attracted to intelligence. We usually think that uh, people attract to external appearance, and this is the case, at least in uh, the first uh, uh, meeting. But study indicate that uh, intelligence is a very valuable characteristic, second only to kindness. Kindness is more important than intelligence. But after kindness, intelligence. Intelligence is most uh, uh, important. And uh, indeed, quite many people can be uh, regarded as sexual, or at least it gives uh, intelligence very high rate in their uh, choosing uh, a partner. And it is a good 
development because external appearance is more important for the short term. We know that after 10 years, even uh, less than 10 years, but uh, uh, 10 years for sure, the weight we give to external appearance is reduced. Not only the weight is reduced, but also the way we perceive our uh, partner. If at the beginning we perceive the partner as very beautiful, after a while we adapted to this uh, look and it is um, going down to the average, almost mm-hmm. average, and its weight is lower. However, intelligence is very important for the long term. Intelligence and kindness, two properties which are very important for enduring uh, romantic love. It is in the long term that we need the kindness to be uh, kind to us and the intelligence make us uh, more uh, impo- interesting, the relationship more uh, interesting and uh, exciting. Well, I would totally agree with this, Cormac. I don't know about you. I think um, for me, kindness, someone who's nice and someone who's intelligent is much more appealing than someone who's attractive. So I'm just trying to figure out, like, would Einstein have been considered a sex symbol then? Would you find Einstein attractive? I would, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, I would. Absolutely. You are uh, just like uh, Marilyn Monroe. She also <laughs> wore, had uh, a crush on uh, Einstein and uh, she had a picture of him on her uh, piano. Do you have a picture of Einstein on your uh, uh, room? Do I? I don't actually have a picture of Einstein in my room, but I'd say now if I was living back in the, back in the, back in the day, I would have found him attractive. <laughs> you know, he's a bit old now and some of the pictures I see of uh, his later years, but yeah, someone of that intelligence I find so attractive. If I'm talking to somebody, there's a few people we work with who are very good at their jobs And I find that really attractive. I suddenly find myself thinking, oh, yeah, I kind of like, like him. And I don't know why. And then I pinpoint it to the intelligence. Anything that I can't do, if I can't do something, I find that really attractive. So I'm really bad with technology. Anyone that's good with tech, I love. I think it's really appealing. Someone said, uh, ask her girlfriend after the first date, uh, do you uh, like me? She said, yes, I at the beginning uh, like you a lot, but then you open your mouth and began to speak. Uh, I go one of two ways. It's like, oh, yeah. God, uh, this may or may not work. So, um, Aaron, then, right, um, how, when we're talking about intelligence, are we kind of using the standard I- IQ measure of intelligence? Yes, this, uh, uh, the studies uh, use this uh, IQ measure, but uh, it is even more so, I believe, concerning emotional intelligence. Because emotional intelligence is knowing, is combination of uh, IQ and uh, uh, EQ, it is combination of kindness. You can be, if you have emotional uh, intelligence, you can uh, recognize and know the other person and uh, 
מקים, or happier, or behave better, and so actually emotional intelligence is more important for the long term, but the study were on IQ. One interesting, very interesting, unexpected result of the studies that there is a threshold for being intelligent. The study found that the highest attraction of intelligence is when the 90 percentile of intelligence, that is to say, when someone is wiser, more intelligent than 90 percent of the population. However, when you go up to 99, a very genius person who at this level, the attraction to these people is a bit lower. than to the 90%. It is higher than to the 50% or 70%, but lower than the 90%. And the question is why? There is not clear answer, a clear empirical answer for this, but I believe the answer is related to the fact that the very intelligent people, the genius, are kind of nailed. I mean, their social behavior is not that and people don't want to be with this very top one but 90% is good enough and this is optimal one I can, I can imagine just just even thinking of that I, I don't know if I, I'd probably feel you know regardless of whether it's a man or a woman or being attracted to them I'd probably feel you know what, what is that imposter syndrome I'd feel very intimidated by hanging around with a known genius because I think you'd be second guessing everything you'd say you'd just be like oh yeah but I'm probably wrong because you're a genius and I'm not but as well as that yes. they might be so fixated with their job or so good at what they do that they spend all their time doing that so they're not giving you any attention and, and they just think you're so stupid they just be like oh you're an idiot you're doing everything wrong you're putting the dishes in wrong you're cleaning up your bedroom wrong you're doing your life wrong they probably see everything you're doing wrong so far but that's interesting then so we can kind of manage up to the to the 90th percentile so people who are more intelligent than 90 percent of everyone else we can deal with we're like happy days once they're kind but once we get up to you know people who are in the top one percent of the entire population when it comes to intelligence we're kind of like a little oh god do you mind if i ask aaron the term sapiosexual One more note here. There is also concerning intelligence the question of suitability. Because if, let's say, you are nine in intelligence and your partner or supposed to be partner is five, it is not a good match because the gap here is too high. The gap should be not much higher than about... Uh, 25%. There was a study that uh, asked uh, uh, men and uh, uh, women who are successful, very successful, uh, whether they want their uh, partner to be above, uh, above them. So uh, most of them said, yes, we want them to be above, but not more than 20, about 25%. Why not? Until 25%, They can say, okay, she, she earns more money than I do and it brings to the family, we're all happy about it. And this is fine. Above 25%, it makes people feel inferior and uh, too inferior. So uh, 
be high. And this is another reason why we don't want uh, our partner to be so high above us. And uh, 90% is uh, therefore better than uh, uh, 99%. That's what happened with all my previous relationships. That's why they didn't work because my intelligence was too dumb. Was much yeah. higher. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Massive intelligence and they were just <laughs> absolute idiots. You know, I, I'll tell you another story. Uh, someone, some uh, woman uh, uh, came to me and uh, asked me, tell me why all the men that I want don't want me and why all the men that want me i don't want them i, t- I told her uh, uh, the following you are eight actually she was uh, seven i didn't want to insult her but you are eight and you want the ten and those who want you are six leave the ten and leave the six try to focus on the eight it is important in a partnership in romantic partnership to be more or less on the same level and not that one will feel uh, inferior. One study found that when you have such gaps, there are more extramarital affairs in the relationship. Also, the, up, the upper one and the inferior one have more extramarital relationship than the equal one. Because equal one, it is okay. The upper one think, uh, the superior one, think to herself, okay, I'm uh, above, I give, in a sense, more to the relationship, I need some compensation. <laughs> the inferior one said, okay, I'm regarded inferior, I need some compensation, the compensation will be in this extramarital affair, and this will be, bring me back my uh, self-respect. So, this study indicates again that uh, equality, some kind of equality, not me- mechanical and not uh, precise, but about the same area is important to the satisfaction of the couple and to, uh, of course, uh, avoiding extramarital affairs. That is very interesting, and I can see... I can see how that happens as well. One thing I wanted to ask you is the term um, sapiosexuality or sapiosexual obviously is an attraction to someone's uh, intelligence, but that doesn't, how does that weigh up in comparison to, let's say, bisexuals or heterosexuals? I take it anyone can really be, regardless of their sexual orientation, can be a sapiosexual. Yes, yes. Sexual, sapiosexuality is not sexual orientation as homosexual. Uh, homosexuality or bisexuality or uh, uh, heterosexuality. Everyone, either one is uh, uh, hetero, homo, or bi, can be a sapiosexuality. It is a professional uh, attitude in choosing a partner. It is giving a greater weight to the uh, attitude uh, of uh, intelligence. 
It is not a tendency, sexual orientation. Good. Yeah. Well, uh, glad we, we, we clarified that. Listen, we could probably talk, Aaron, for hours and hours more, but unfortunately we um, we must wrap up. There was a, a fascinating conversation. If you're listening and you would like to know a little bit more about uh, Aaron's work, go and pick yourself up a copy of uh, The Arc of Love, How Our Romantic Lives Change Over Time. Very interesting. And uh, give your other half an IQ test this evening, and if they don't <laughs> match up, you can dump them and kick them out on the streets because they're probably having an affair. No, of course not. We're joking. Uh, listen, uh, Aaron... <laughs> Ben, Zeev, thank you so much for popping on and giving up your time this evening and we will chat you again soon. Thank you very much. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Um, A little earlier on, just about uh, sexting. This isn't necessarily about sexting, right? But um, Jeremy said, my mother sent a short condolence text to a bereaved neighbour on the death of her husband and put LOL at the end of it as she thought it meant lots of love. (gasps) No. <laughs> Can't believe the news about Jim, lol. Oh, that's so awkward. Because that's just a universal, even my mom knows what LOL is, like laugh out loud. I've heard that once or twice, yeah. Oh, it must mean lots of love. And there you go. Sorry for your loss. Lots of love. Laugh out loud. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, you know, oh. I still use, you know, the emoji for um, high five. The two <laughs> hands coming together. It's praying, though, isn't it? It's not praying. It is actually high-fiving. But everyone uses it, uses it as, like, hands to pray. Oh, yeah. So I heard the news about Jim and I was like, high-five. Yeah, it's high not five. good news. It's, no, really, it's really devastating. He's dead. And yeah. it's not happy. It's like thinking of you, wink, wink, high-five, you know? <laughs> Send the old uh, eggplant emoji while you're at it as well, just to I really know. keep things going. Uh, Bizarre, Brad. isn't it? A uh, little bit, little bit bizarre. Um, all right, okay. Uh, before the end of the show, what do we have? So I've got a question. I think this is really, really strange and surprising. But you're more likely to get a computer virus from visiting what kind of sites three times more than a porn site? Say that again. So you're more likely to get a computer a computer virus, a virus on your laptop or wherever, from visiting what type of a site three times more than a porn site. So obviously, you, you know, when you go into a porn one, site, yeah. You're, yeah, you're probably going to get a virus at some point. Three times more. So you know those are the things at the side where it's like, click into me and I'm going to give you whatever. And men stupidly click into those things and viruses happen. Lots of viruses. Inside and outside. But Um, you're more likely to get a virus on your laptop or computer from visiting what type of sites? Three Mm. times more like... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Then a porn site. All right, okay. I like that one. That's an interesting one. Let us know what you think it is. 0876797104. I wonder if anyone's ever been properly hacked. There was a thing doing the rounds a while ago. I haven't heard too much of it happening, but... uh, they would freeze you out of your own computer and out of your own system and you'd have to pay them like 10, 20 grand just to get access back uh, to it. Oh, that's but they're hard. doing this with like hospital systems and banking systems and huge companies that would rely on their network obviously couldn't do business without them. they're like, yeah, listen, we've locked you out of that so uh, 10 grand please or you can't get back into your computer ever. So uh, yeah, listen, let us know and if you think you know the answer to that question, three times more likely to pick up a computer virus of what type of website? It's not the bold ones. Right? It's not the bold ones. 87 We'll take a few guesses after this. We'll have music from Jeremy Kennedy. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Evening um, with a gentleman who has studied the difference intelligence will make on your relationship. If one of you is way smarter than the other, there's a strong chance you're going to have an affair. And also, we were chatting to uh, Helen Thomas, who did the quintessential guide to sexting. So if you're trying to, I don't know, spice things up in your Tinder messages or with the other half, she has the do's and don'ts. Things like the essential emojis you do and do not need to use for that to go down well. Uh, that's over on the Room 104 podcast. You can search for that and subscribe on all of the usual places where you get your podcast from. So go and do that. The question again, quickly, Saoirse, you had was... So the question was, you're more likely to get a computer virus from visiting what type of a site three times more than a porn site? So obviously, porn sites would probably be the most you would think likely to get a virus on your laptop or your computer or whatever. Probably from clicking into dirty, filthy things that you shouldn't be. But going onto one of these sites is three times worse. Mm, that's It's an interesting one. Mary has said, is it going onto those, uh, like the ad pages? So I don't know if there's web, websites you just have tons and tons of ads. Um, is, that, is that the answer, like kind of those Addy page websites? No, that's not the answer. I also got a message in from Niall who said, is it betting sites? It's not betting sites, no. Oh, yeah. Now, no, this no, is something guess, that yeah. you would think would be relatively innocent. <laughs> said, is it the government's website yeah man you go in there and you register and all of a sudden every month they're just stealing money from you I mean you're That's hacked it, you're a bit done. you're like oh where's my money gone <laughs> It's gone to the revenue, unfortunately, yeah. I am. Um, I take it, obviously, that's not a government website. You'd that's, imagine it should no. be some way uh, secure. I used to run a website before, right? A couple of websites, everyone back in the day, right? Nothing nothing big, whatever. But it got hacked, and uh, I went onto it, and they had just plastered a load of ISIS propaganda all over it. <gasps> no way. Yeah, and how, really you, strange. 
have to just shut the whole thing down? Uh, I just had to delete a lot of files. So it was a WordPress site that, and then just these little kind of add-ons. You can get these little plugins, and sometimes oh, those terrifying. are just they're but they're just like little just add-ons. If you wanted to, I don't know, run like a. If you wanted to put up your gig dates, for example, if you're a band, you can you know you can add a little bit of software in. But sometimes those little plugins are just made by random people, so the security isn't too good. They're very weak, and anyway, uh, so it turned out to be one of those. As soon as I deleted it, it was all gone. But it was just it, it was tons and tons of just ISIS propaganda and videos. It was it was kind of funny, but it was a, a little bit scary. Not scary, but it was just a little bit weird at the same time. But yeah, I had to kind of delete everything and. Uh, tighten up a little bit of security but yeah it was mad all over the place it infected loads of stuff uh, and then there was God. another one that, that, that I did another site back in the day and someone had taken it over and put links to like uh, selling clothes it was all these like you click on you'd click into these links and it would take it to the you know someone who was trying to sell clothes from I don't know where it was like Nigeria or India or somewhere but a load of spammy links um, and, and got it done twice so they, they are out there and another thing as well a load of people say there was this myth as well that you can't get viruses on a Mac so if you have an iPhone or if you have a, a Mac computer people are like you can't get viruses on, on those you can of course apparently of course the, you you're, more, you're more likely to get them on a Windows device but um, you can get them you can get them on those ones as well. So um, let us know what type of website are you going on to that will give you viruses and uh, more likely to get a virus from three times more likely than going on to a bold adult website. Let us know what you think it is. 087-6797-104 and we'll uh, see if anyone has gotten that right. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. And Cormac's after breaking his microphone. This oh, is going to no. be an interesting way to finish off the show. Are you there? Do you want me to finish off? <laughs> that sounds really Oh, wrong. no, no. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please just do my bum. Do my bum the most. It's so relaxing. <laughs> oh, God. It gets to uh, this point in the night where you just think it's me and you just talking, having the crack, and it's not. No, no, there's lots of other people listening. Wow. I'm so sorry. I really am. I'm not sorry it, at all. No. It's snapped down from its little holder. I wonder if it's completely right. Basically, the mic itself has fallen out of the arm that was uh, holding it up. So this is going to be... How do I even put this back together? Well, if it makes you feel better, my mic is perfect. Oh, maybe that goes in there. Um, maybe... Uh, may- oh! No, that's, that's bad. <laughs> Are you the okay? I'm fine, yeah, literally just flopped down. The choice for... Uh, a, bit of a bit of a nightmare. Uh, the choice of working from home. Uh, but sure, look, listen, we'll get there. I'll just have to hold the mic now. I think it's fixable. I think just a screw came loose and now it's fallen down. But uh, oh, happy days. Right, um, we shall continue on. The question was what? So the question I want to know was, you're more likely to get a computer virus, three times more likely to get a virus on your computer... Than visiting a porn site. So, what other sites are you clicking on that you think will be worse and more likely for you to get a virus on your laptop or your computer than an okay. adult site? Right. It's what not is gambling. Worse? It's not uh, ads that are coming up, popping up. It's not um, any adult-related sites or filthy, disgusting fetish sites or whatever you look at, you filthy people. Um, it's none of that. Is it a dating website? No. It's got nothing to do with romance at all. Really? Yeah. I don't believe nothing. you. 
absolutely nothing. Surprised no one has got this right. No one at all has gotten this right. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. If you think you know what it is, um, so let me see. Uh, it's not shopping sites. So we had ad sites, betting sites, uh, dating sites. None of those are correct. None of those are correct. Let's see what other WhatsApps we have in here. Yeah, uh, Amy, what's the story? Good evening. Shopping sites like Wish and AliExpress. They always look a bit dodgy, don't they? Yeah. But Wish sells some of the most random stuff in the world. AliExpress, I know you buy something from that, it could be seven years before you get it. An okay. antivirus site, yeah, that'd be funny, wasn't it? You go into an antivirus site and they're like, yeah, we'll protect like, you. And then it's like, nope, it. joke, joke's on you. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty bad. It's not that, not that at all. Have you given up? Uh, let me see. An antivirus site, shopping sites, Travel websites. Ooh, look at this one. Oh, that's a good one. Is it? Is it? It is. Who is this from? Quickly. Uh, Sandra, what's the story? Sandra, good evening. How are things? Is it a banking website? Banking? Oh, that's You'd bloody hope very not. good, isn't it? You'd, You'd hope, not, hope not. Here are all my details. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like, a lot of times, you know, when you get an email and it might be in your junk yeah. folder or whatever and it will be from what they pretend is a bank or it might yeah. be your bank, but it's clearly not a real website. And then you click onto that. So that could be what you're talking about there. Um, it's not the answer, though. Uh, is it a social media site? No, but I get absolutely loads of, you know, people that message in. Um, sorry, message me, you know, where it's like, search a look, and it comes up in a message, but it's actually spam or a virusy thing. Oh, that someone like, has sent oh, from their yeah, yeah, page. yeah, like like bots. There's loads of those all over Facebook and YouTube and the like, where it's like, oh, or Instagram, love your post, and you're like, what are you on about? They're just robo posts. And that, yeah, uh, I just got a message in there saying, uh, is it food websites? No. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it, is it food websites? Food website? No, it's not food. Nothing to do with food at all. Again, this might surprise you. Uh, can you give us any clues? Um, I would say you'd be more likely to look on a site like this if you're older. Okay, uh, Ryan, good evening. Ryan, I love your profile picture, by the way. Profile picture is him in a spa somewhere. Where is that? Oh, Where is your? I'm going to guess. Um, it looks absolutely unbelievable. He's in an outdoor pool in an outdoor spa with the mountains behind him. Topless. Oh, hello, Ryan. Uh, no. uh, he has said, is it one of those websites when it says, oh, you've won a prize, you know, flashes in your face. Oh, and I'm sure they're riddled anyway. They're riddled, yeah. There's, there's nothing worse than getting that, especially when you were younger and you thought it was real. Uh, no, it's not the answer. No. So as I said, this is probably um, for more older people might go on this. It might be more popular now that we're in lockdown as well. Reason being, you can't go physically go to this thing. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Uh, before we go as well, quick reminder, subscribe to the podcast, listen back to the full shows in their entirety and also you can get uh, the uh, in individual interviews and features that we do here on the show as well. So that's up on uh, your usual podcast places which you can play via your smart, fe- smart speaker or you find us on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you're listening to us. Apple Podcasts, I should say. They've been separated out a while now. So um, there's a certain particular type of website that is three times more likely to kind of infect your computer and cause you some problems. Three times more likely than an adult uh, website. we got torrent sites. Um... Uh, that is from there's loads of them came in there uh, all wrong as I said this is something um, people might be more likely to do now the older generation 
to do okay, now is, at home on their computer. Guiva has said, good evening Guiva, how are you? Is it movie websites for films? I would know what you're talking about. You're talking about watching movies illegally now online. A few of those that guesses have come in. I guarantee you, yeah, they definitely, they're definitely riddled, aren't they? Carmen as well I'd thinks that are, as well, yeah. movie websites. A concert I website think. or a gardening website? Uh, is it Zoom or House Party? Zoom and House Party no. would have, um, I'm, uh, yeah, they had a, f- a couple of uh, issues. Well, no, Zoom, House Party was just, that was, remember that rumour sent around, there was a, a, pr- a privacy issue with them. I think Alan might have gotten this now, okay? Alan has said a very particular type of website is ironically... Uh, more likely to give you a virus on your computer than a bold adult website, right? Alan has said, is it a religion slash religious website? Yes, it is. Yes, it Amazing. is. It is a religious site. Yeah, Niall also got that right as well. So three times more likely than any other website. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Now, I would imagine it's because... Uh, if you, if you ever go on to like your local church's website or they're generally like websites from the 90s that they haven't even updated they're all old school they're just like notice board websites so I imagine they haven't been updated with any security or any SSL certificates or anything like that so I imagine they're just susceptible to such spam and viruses that they, they just don't know how to deal with it that's what I think it is and you know they were talking about adult websites going oh well definitely you'd get them from that probably because they update them regularly uh, it's, it noted that uh, websites hosting adult slash pornographic content are not in the top five. No way. Yeah. What are the other four? Do you have them in front of you? They, they actually didn't give the other four. They just said that in the study they did actually make the top ten, but um, they ranked tenth uh, in, in this study that they did, but um, they didn't even make it to the top five, which is weird. But I don't have a list in front of me, unfortunately. So, uh, religious websites are more damaging for your computer. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, religion right. websites will do more ham- harm to your computer. Then again, the porn will do more harm to your soul. So you got to weigh that up as well. You know, you're either <laughs> going to hell with a perfectly clean computer, or riddled with viruses going to heaven. So the the, the option is yours. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty um, pretty good reason not to visit it if you didn't want. You know, you're just mm-hmm. bored one day. You're better off yeah. looking at a bit of porn. <laughs> uh, in the short term in the short term is it airline traveling sites uh, no it's not Re- responsibly uh, <laughs> right okay well listen that's uh, trading stocks was another one that came in there you'd be worried about doing that stuff wouldn't you sometimes anywhere you're handing over your, your financial details you're always like a bit oh good I don't know what's going on that might be a bit of an awkward one but there you go stop going on to religious websites because they're riddled with spam you're more likely to get stuff again because they haven't been updated they don't they, they, they do not have a dedicated IT person in your local church doing things so um, listen that pretty much wraps it up for this evening podcast will be updated in the next few moments you can go FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon.